Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Future Tech Podcast. My name is Chris Amsler, and our guest today is Ken DeCross with SocialWallet.io. Welcome, Ken. How are you? I'm well, Chris. Thank you. Awesome. So glad that you're with us today. Um, Give us a little bit of your background that led you up to your involvement with SocialWallet. Sure. Uh, Well, I'm from L.A. I'm originally from Ohio. I have a financial degree from Ohio State University. Um, I offer restaurants. I operated restaurants for close to 15 years now. Um, my my prior job here before I, I was in Social Wallet uh, exclusively is I was a district manager for um, a hospitality group right here in downtown LA. I ran five uh, restaurants. Um, but even though I've been in the hospitality uh, industry, I've always stayed attached to financial markets. I was a successful day trader for many years. Uh, I was and still am uh, heavily invested and diversified across different asset classes, equities, Precious metals, cryptocurrency, and and staying staying in touch with that financial background has has got me into the opportunity of being the CFO of Social Wallet. Oh, very good. What um what first interested you in cryptocurrency? Uh, it was it was a progression for me. Um, I got into equities when I was young, um, and then before crypto, the the easiest way or what really intrigued me uh, just in the markets was uh, silver and gold, precious metals, because that was that was the the old school way of being able to to get away from from fiat. Uh, so I started collecting at a at a young age, and then um, you know I was I was day trading in the market, and I remember I remember a fast money or a halftime uh, show on CNBC where they were talking about Bitcoin uh, and how it rose. It was it was five dollars, and and asking. If it was a if it was a good buy or if it was going to go to zero, and I remember that day, uh, and I at the time, you know, I listened to it and I was intrigued, didn't know too much about it, um, and then uh, a few months down the line, I think it got to about fifteen dollars or so, and I really started to uh, to you know read into it, and then uh, started getting started dabbling in it in about twenty the end of uh, probably twenty thirteen was the beginning of twenty thirteen. I started getting into it a little bit. Okay. Yeah, that that was a good time to get in, right? Yeah, I I day traded it, uh, which was you know I wish I would have just taken money aside and held. Like I was I was so into be to wanting to day trade everything uh, when the smart money was and still is today to to hodl. I should have just bought and put it in a drawer somewhere, right? Well, I'm I'm interested from a personal standpoint. I've I've met a lot of the uh, the day traders, and what do you what do you think it is that that drives the the day trader and and their um, their thought process. What drives them in regards to what? What what do you think drives them? What do you think motivates them overall in in their strategy? Uh, okay, well, a day trading isn't too different than than you know you you take a Warren Buffett for example. I mean he's he's very long term uh, and he goes fundamentals, but on the technical aspects. Even with technicals, the longer the period that you look at, the more concrete the data is. So a long-term investor on the technical side and a day trader, 
isn't any different. It's just more action because when you take that big data, it's the same whether you look at it for five years or or one minute. The data holds true. It's just more concrete the longer that, that it holds up. Uh, so for day trading, one, it's the excitement. Uh, two, it's, it's the ability to, to get in and out um, of, a, of an equity. Uh, I was always afraid that I would hold something overnight and there would be some negative news, just like it is in crypto. You know, there's some negative news that, that comes out yeah. and, and boom, you know, the, the bottom falls out. Um, I was always scared of that. So for day trading, it was I could get in and get out. And I wasn't worried about any either after hours news or before market open news. I was in control. Well, very good. And in this world of crypto right now, everything is still extremely volatile, as you mentioned, based on the news cycle or, you know, uh, it's it's not, it seems like a whole lot quicker, especially with the, everything happening 24 hours, seven days a week, nonstop. So I don't, I don't know if that's a, um, that's different from when you started day trading or if it's just an amplified version? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, it is in a way. So the, the silver and gold market, they trade, you know, they trade a little bit longer, they, you know, than, that, than the equity market. It, it goes 24 hours a day, um, except for through the weekend. Um, but yeah, this, the, you know, even, even stories that, that aren't true, you know, are affecting crypto at this, at this point. You know, if, if someone with a big enough speaker megaphone you know says the wrong thing it it, it hurts the markets uh so it's, it's it's volatile it's i'm i'll get in and out of bitcoin every once in a while but only at the major tops and major bottoms to to try and day trade this anywhere in the middle it just it just doesn't make sense you, you could be you could be left out to dry instead of holding you know one bitcoin when you're day trading it it could shoot up without you and next thing you know you only have you know, three fourths of a Bitcoin. It's, it's just not worth it, in my eyes. Agreed. Well, and with with how fast everything moves, when the the thing that I'm noticing with the speed of transaction uh, with cryptocurrency, you all are in this with Social Wallet to it seems like to help peer to peer transactions. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So Social Wallet it it opens up a major door for for cryptocurrency. Uh, and what we're trying to do is, you know, there's the mass out there. There's there's everyone else, and then there's a little percentage, one percent of us that are into cryptocurrency. So there's a very wide bridge that that we have to navigate to get, you know, the normal everyday folks over into what we're doing, just in gen- in cryptocurrency in general. So with Social Wallet, we're we're going to them. We're going to them in their comfy space. So. Everyone, you know, grandma or even, you know, some five and six year olds, they can navigate Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and, you know, Snapchat. And and you you pick the you pick the social network. Everyone's comfortable on there. So what we were able to do, which was one, be able to create the the platform that you can send cryptocurrency over all the social networks. That in itself is a major accomplishment. It it hasn't been done yet. it's been done on smaller scales. Uh, a couple of companies have been able to, you know, figure out a way like Steam, for example, they created their own social network ecosystem within itself. It looks just like Facebook, except when you upvote something, you, you get a little bit of a monetary reward, you know, for the person that created the post. Um, okay. And then there's a couple others that, that if you, if you know programming command lines, you can do a few things, but um, on the level that we're talking with the social wallet, the 
the technology is is light years ahead of, of what cryptocurrency has has currently seen. Um, but we create it so where it's a simple user interface that anyone, if you can navigate, you know, Facebook or if you can navigate Twitter, you won't even realize that you're on the blockchain with us when someone is sending you cryptocurrency. It's it's just like you know Venmo or PayPal. Uh, that kind of level of technology is very easy to navigate. And what we're going to be able to do with that easy tech is since we're going to those social networks, we're coming to them. Now we can we can bridge that gap to where crypto isn't so scary to everyone. It's easy to, you know, that first interaction, they're like, oh, crypto is not so bad. It's not so, you know, it wasn't as, you know, educational and techno- and technological intensive as I was expecting. And now that'll intrigue them to to learn more about it, and we're going to be I, that. I think, uh, we'll be that. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a really good approach. I know that I was just thinking when you when you said grandmother, um, you know, my I think my grandmother is more active than I am on Facebook now. So uh, <laughs> right. Ha, so a couple of questions here. Um, yeah. You have Facebook and email, and I believe Twitter are your current um, the current social medias that you're working with. Correct. Correct. Okay. So if I want to if I want to send money from one to the other, can I do that? Like from Facebook to email or Facebook to Twitter or how does that work? Okay, yeah, I'll explain it. Uh and okay. just so you know, um we'll have it will those are just the ones that we're starting out with. So our platform is already built, which, you know, after our token sale, which we'll get to talking about later, these platforms will be released immediately. Um okay. and so just the first you know, once we release, it'll be Facebook, Twitter, and email. Um, but as I said, in the next 12 months, we'll have 14 of the top 20 social networks in the world integrated, you know, including some of the bigger ones uh, in Asia. Um, so the opportunity to, to reach the 2.5 billion people on social media um, will be available to us. Um, so your question about can you go from Twitter to Facebook uh, in essence, and so I'll, I'll kind of explain our platform. So what you would do is you would have wire token. You would you would acquire them from buying them from our our token sale, uh, and our you will have our platform. So from our platform, um, you would very it's it's very simple. You would click send. You would click let's say Twitter for example. Um, you would type in the person's handle that you're trying to or their name that you're trying to send to. Uh, you you put in how many tokens you'd like to send to them, and you click, or you can put in a little note, kind of like Venmo does, of stating why you're sending this, if you want, and then you click send, and that's it. And so on on the other person's end, the person, the recipient, one of the major things that we have done that hasn't been done in crypto is what I call the zero-knowledge recipient. So if you're sending to me, Chris, and I've never been in crypto, I'll still get, I'm going to get that notification on Twitter. I don't have to have a, a wallet to start out with. So in crypto right now, normally you have to have, Chris has to have a wallet, Ken has to have a wallet, and then we have to exchange, you know, information, and then we're able to send over the currency. So with us, that's not the case anymore. And that's why we can reach people that have never been in crypto. They don't have to pre-download a wallet. They get a notification on Twitter. And it says, Ken has received, you know, X amount of wire tokens from Chris. 
click on the link, that link pulls up our platform with our and our wallet is already integrated into that platform. So that's how we're going to be able to reach the masses. Is the other person has doesn't even have to know what crypto is, and they're going to have a wallet pulled up with crypto in their account, and that's very exciting. Yeah, that's um, that's one of the big factors. I listened to a speaker recently, and they mentioned they were talking about the cryptocurrency world and all the the companies, and um, simplicity was number one on the list. How are you going to reach people with this this amazing technology? Well make it simple and accessible to everyone. And that that reduces so many steps. So that's that's really awesome. Yeah. So to to finish your finish your question. So you can't go Twitter straight to Facebook. Our platform is the, the intermediary that, that makes that function. So from our okay. platform you can you can go out to whatever social network you want. So it would have to go you would send to me on Twitter. I would accept it would go into my you know, social wallet account. And from my account, I could send it to Facebook at that point. So that's kind of how the, how you oh, okay. get it over from Twitter to Facebook. All right. Very good. So they're, they're accessing the social wallet and sending from there and then it's disseminated however seen fit from the other exactly. side. Cool. Okay. Um, so you mentioned your token sale and I understand that's going on right now. Is that correct? It is. We started, uh, I think about two weeks ago and okay. it rolls into April 27th. Very good. How's everything going with that so far? It's going great. We've had a great response. We uh, this past weekend we went to the the Dallas Bitcoin Super Conference um, where we were uh, we had a booth and we were this, one of the speakers as well. And this was our it was really our our coming out party uh, as far in the crypto space. We had there's so many regulations right now in in the U we're a U.S. based corporation. And the SEC and U.S. guidelines are, are changing so fast that we wanted to do things in a specific order. So, number one, we have a platform that's already built and operational. That's pretty much unheard of in a token sale. Normally, the case is, you know, buy our tokens and then we promise in, in eight months or something like that that you'll be able to utilize our platform. Well, that's not the case with us. You buy the tokens as soon as the token sale ends you have access to our platform. It's ready to go. The The second part of that is the regulations are moving at such a, such a fast pace that we wanted to get our token sales started as quickly as possible once we had the platform built. So we started our token sale and really we had a we had an online community uh, that that knows us because they've they've watched us, you know, as we were building this platform. But we really haven't bursted out of that bubble uh until we hit the, the Dallas uh, Super Conference, and the response was overwhelming. It was so positive. People were so excited. You know, some of the the big the big names in crypto were very excited uh, to to see that that our that this was a technology that that was live, and it's been it's been lightning fast ever since we we hit the the conference. It's it's been great. That's great to hear. Um, I was at that conference as well, and I remember thinking there are a lot of people that have their beta or their betas coming or whatever. Something is going to come, but very few, I, I can probably count on my hand, the amount of people that have a platform first and are ready to go like like yourself. So um, just being relatively new to the space, that's what creates that safety for me. Like, okay, they're already rolling with this, and um, and it's a, a good product, and I'm 
I'm ready to to jump in with them. So yeah, kudos to you for that. Um, yeah, it it takes the risk out of of the the person you know buying the tokens. There there is no there is no I promise. It's not theoretical. Once you purchase our tokens, there is a set date where where that goes live. We could even move it up, to be honest. Uh, and and we're thinking about doing that. So. Uh, it can be live even before our our token sale ends. If if everything goes goes smoothly, we will have an operating platform, you know, well before our token sale ends. So it, our our wire tokens will be moving around social media, uh, you know, fairly soon. Excellent. So but you, the, you mentioned, go ahead. Yeah, just I was just gonna say that U.S. the re, we're a U.S. based company. We're a U.S. based token sale, and that in itself is like being a unicorn. And one of the reasons is, is because part of the, you know, the SEC has probably some of the strictest guidelines, you know, U.S. government does. And part of the guidelines is to be a, a utility token, to be to be able to have a sale, you have to have a working platform. And so that was, you know, that's why we had to front load building the technology because we're all, you know, we're all here in the U.S. I'm from L.A., um, our other partners are from Dallas and North Carolina, and we have one. Our lead developer is uh, in London, so we had to be U.S. based unless we wanted to all move out of the country, which we don't. Um, yeah. But but being U.S. based, we're able to, you know, the U.S. U.S. customers are able to buy, you know, purchase our tokens, which is another thing that that normally isn't the case. All these ICOs you see, most of them are leave the US out of it because of the regulations. We just we just bit the bullet, did what we had to do to to let the US uh US users come in and and you know work with us. Yeah. Well that's good to have that that access. So you mentioned the super conference. We we're talking about that. Uh what were some things that you saw there that are exciting for you? There is a lot that that's exciting, especially in the crypto space just in general. So you know when when Bitcoin came out it was, you know, a lot of other altcoins, you know, kind of jumped in in the mix early, but they were all currency. They were just, you know, very similar to Bitcoin. And then you had that second wave, you know, probably two years ago-ish, where they were trying to do more. It wasn't just a cryptocurrency. It was, it made, it was a technology that, that made things happen. And, but it was very, for the most part, it was a little clunky. You know, if you if you go out of the crypto space and into the real world, you know, the, the platforms, everything, it, it wasn't seamless like what you would just, you know, in your everyday life. Well, this third wave that's coming in and this the third wave of tech is is social wallet. Uh, it's a it's a lot of others. It's ready for the main stage now. It's it's seamless. You know, you get on the Internet. Most people don't know how the Internet works. It just works. Most people you know, don't know how financial payments work like PayPal or Venmo, yet they use them every day. You don't need to know the mechanism, whether it's blockchain, whether it's another financial mechanism that makes things happen. It just works. And that's why people, you know, the general public use them. And that's what this third wave is with crypto is it's now on, it's now ready for prime time where, where people don't even know they're on the blockchain. They don't need to. They just know that, that the, that the tech, that the utility of of what's coming online with these companies are things that they want to use in their everyday life. Uh, and that's what's really exciting. Um, and so some of the ones that I've seen that were, were cool is, I, I don't remember the names because, like I said, it was a whirlwind at that conference. Uh, but they were some some tokens were, were taking your genome 
and putting it on the blockchain. And then from there, you could you can sell that information or or you can give that to medical companies where they can say, hey, this person has the right genome for a test study. Let's, you know, let's see if they want to get paid for, you know, this trial uh, or even like, you know, your medical records or there, there's a lot of things being able to to buy and utilize energy, uh, electricity. I think a, a London company is doing that. You know that it opens up the door to so many things, and it's. I think it's just the tip of the iceberg as to what blockchain is capable of. Agreed, agreed. So uh, back to back to social wallet. What are you most excited about in the coming months and perhaps year? Uh, I'm excited to see how everyone utilizes our our technology. I mean, the the reasons to to send crypto or funds, the reasons are as many as, you know, as wide as why someone uses social media in general. It could be for, you know, someone creates a, a really amazing post and you can, on, let's say on Facebook, someone, you know, has this really great story of, you know, personal achievement or something they've done or just something really funny. And you go, that's a great post. And you can jump on social wallet and say, you know, type in that person's name and send them like a, a social tip just saying, here, here's some wire for that great post. That's something that, that we feel is, is going to happen. Or, you know, the Venmo aspect uh, or PayPal aspect where, you know, two friends share share a dinner and or, you know, drinks and they want to split the tab. Well, now that person can just send them right through uh, right through social media and and exchange funds to where you know, that meal is now split. There's, there's so many reasons. I'm from LA and in LA, there's so many immigrants that come in from all over the world. You're talking, you know, Pacific Islands, like, you know, Philippines, you're talking Mexico, Japan, and, and elsewhere. And these people work in LA, but their whole family didn't make it over. So they send a lot of their money back to their home country. And, and there's not an easy process for them to do that right now. It's, Mostly, they use Western Union, which has if you don't if you've ever used Western Union before, it's it's very clunky, and two, it's it's very expensive um, to send. And with social wallet now, these everyone has a you know it doesn't matter what country you're from. More there's a small chance that you don't have a social network, a social media account across the board, but you know pretty much the entire world has social media, so you can now send those funds from the U.S. To your home country, uh, with our platform, it takes two and a half minutes, and it's there. And from there, uh, this we haven't talked about this yet, but in in the middle of this year, we're going to have a third-party debit card that you can utilize with Social Wallet. So if someone has Social Wallet or has Wire tokens and they ask for a debit card, we can send them a Social Wallet debit card to any country. We're we're looking at Visa and Mastercard, but um, I think we're leaning towards Visa to start out with. So anywhere in the world that Visa is accepted, we can send our debit card. And now that that process just goes full circle to where you can send wire from here or anywhere else to another country. And that person in another country can have a social wallet debit card where they can they can swipe and, and pay for everyday items. Excellent. And when are we, when are we going to see that? That'll be uh, in the middle of this year. We're looking at Q3 of 2018. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. 
Well, Ken, it's been really great chatting with you today and finding out more about Social Wallet. Um, any information that you want to share with us before we cut today? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just say that, you know, our our roadmap, you know, what we plan on doing, our first year is, is just getting everything, all the social networks integrated. Um, but looking forward, we see opportunities in e-commerce and advertising that with a, a few tweaks of our, our code that we that we have right now, we'll be able to get into that space. And if if things go the way we anticipate, um, revolutionize the e-commerce and the advertising market as well, uh, the online advertising market. So there's the platform is is huge. You know, the, the scope of it is is enormous. And we invite everyone to to come check us out at socialwallet.io. Uh, we're on Discord and and Telegram, uh, so you can come on there and, and have direct access to ask us questions. We're always on there helping out our online community. And uh, yeah, we uh, I really appreciate the time today, Chris. Of course, Ken DeCross with socialwallet.io. Thank you so much for joining us today. And when I thank all of our listeners as well, we will see you next time here on the Future Tech Podcast. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.